Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The volume. All right, welcome to Hoops Tonight here at The Volume. Happy Tuesday for the third time, everybody. Round two coverage of the NBA playoffs here at Hoops Tonight is brought to you by Chase Freedom Unlimited. How do you cash back? In case you guys missed it earlier today, I did a video breaking down game four of Heat Knicks. And then earlier tonight, I did a video breaking down game five of Celtic Sixers. You can find that a little bit further back on the feeds. We're just going to go about five, ten minutes tonight on game five Nuggets Suns. You guys know the drill before we get started. Subscribe to the Volumes YouTube channel so you don't miss any more of our videos. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JasonLT so you guys don't miss any show announcements. And last but not least, if for whatever reason you guys miss one of these videos and you can't get back over to YouTube to finish, don't forget you can find them wherever you get your podcasts under hoops tonight. All right, let's talk some basketball. So Nuggets uh, beat the shit out of Phoenix tonight to take a 3-2 series lead. I, I want to talk about shot quality. This is a dynamic that I talk about a ton on this show, and there's a specific reason why I believe it matters so much. Obviously, shot result is the scoreboard, and you know if you lose a game, you can't just be like, oh, but we had better shot quality. Like Paul George famously, after Damian Lillard hits the step back three to beat the Thunder, um, uh, what was that, two, three, four years ago? God, I, I don't remember at this point. But he hits that step back three, and Paul George goes into the presser and goes, hey, bad shot. Yeah, maybe, but he made it and you lost. So that's the end of story. Like I, I don't I don't like focusing on shot quality too much, especially after the fact, because of the fact that the scoreboard is the scoreboard. That said, when you're planning or projecting or trying to predict the best uh indicator of future performance in in any basketball game or any playoff series is going to be shot quality. Why? Because on any one game sample size, there is a bunch of variance that takes place, especially with jump shooting, right? So like Phoenix, for instance, they take a ton of pull-up jump shots. That's the most difficult shot in the game of basketball, literally the most difficult shot. Pull-up jump shots from the mid-range, typically on a points-per-possession basis, are literally the most inefficient shot in the game of basketball. Doesn't mean that they shouldn't be taken. I think it's one of the most important shots, especially in the playoffs, uh, to try to soften up defenses because that's where a lot of defensive schemes give openings. That said, 
it is a very difficult shot. And what makes Phoenix unique as a team is that's literally their bread and butter. They're they're going to get a solid 40% of their offense in any given game out of pull-up jump shots, right? And so it just is a very difficult uh it's a difficult thing to do repeatedly, especially against the same opponent when in a playoff series you have to beat a team four times out of seven. We focus on shot quality for that specific reason. Even within one game, it's a great way to try to to uh make adjustments or to not adjust, right? Like you're down by 10. The other team's making a bunch of crazy shots. As a coach, you might sit down and be like, "Hey, we're getting great shots." Don't get discouraged by what's happening on the scoreboard. There's 80 more possessions in this game. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's going to bear out. Or if your team is taking bad shots and it's a tie game, you might be like, hey, look, game's tied, but we're playing some bad basketball right now. Let's try to reverse that trend so that over the next 80 possessions, we can have more success. I picked Denver to win this series in seven because of the specific uh, dynamic of shot quality. I'm a huge believer in Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and what can they what they can do. I believe they're both bona fide superstars, but this offense relies entirely on those two guys making extremely difficult pull-up jump shots and then eventually bringing in enough attention for them to spray out to their shooters on the back end. And it's just really difficult to do that four times out of seven. Meanwhile, we look at Nikola Jokic, right? He uh, was 67% during the regular season on hook shots and floaters, which are basically his go-to creation moves. He's going to get, he's going to take the occasional jump shot. He's going to have the occasional free rim run here and there. But in terms of the lion's share of his offense, it's going to be a lot of shots in the short to mid range that are hook shots, floaters, push shots, all those kinds of little shots in the lane. He shot 67% on those in the regular season, and he's only shooting about 56% on those during the playoffs. So he's actually do a little bit of positive regression, or you can at least say that his 56% is going to travel. And you know what? He went on the road and his game traveled with him, which was a big part of why they were in those games. Phoenix has been blown off the floor in Denver twice. Now Denver's been in the games in Phoenix, both times, particularly in game four is a one possession game late. And it's because their offense translates on a game by game basis. Like Michael Porter Jr., for instance, finally got going tonight. He was one of the very best. I think he was close to the end of the year. He was the best. I'm not sure if he ended the year at the best. I'll have to look. But he was averaging like 1.3 points per spot at possession. Literally one of the best catch-and-shoot three-point shooters in the league. Like he got open looks tonight, and he's going to get a certain amount of open looks naturally in Denver's offense. It's more likely than not that they're going to go in on a game-by-game basis. Whereas when we zoom in, On Phoenix, it's like game one and game two, 41% effective field goal percentage on pull-up jump shots. Game three and game four, 59% effective field goal percentage on pull-up jump shots. Then we head back to Denver in game five, and guess what? Devin Booker regresses radically back to the mean. Kevin Durant, way less efficient than he was in the two games in Phoenix. That they Phoenix has not been able to get their shot quality dynamic to translate to the road while Denver has. And even and look, and I picked Denver in seven because I didn't really have a great a great feel for this series, and I basically picked them because of home court advantage. But here's the thing: if Phoenix can't get their offense to travel on the road, it won't matter if they win every single game in Phoenix because Denver does have home court advantage. And again, like. Are you shocked that Denver's offense got going at home again tonight when Phoenix, their big adjustment in game three and game four was to go all in on offensive talent? Like, 
I'm watching this third quarter run there uh, from Denver, and Phoenix is trying to fight to get it back down to 15, 14, 13 points going into the fourth quarter, and it's like Jacques Landale's on the floor. He's a below-average defensive player. Campaign's on the floor. He's a below-average defensive player. Terrence Ross is on the floor. He's a below-average defensive player. Devin Booker's on the floor. He's a good to slightly above-average defensive player. And Kevin Durant, who's a good to great defensive player, right? So, like... Those defensive lineups are not the kind of lineups that are going to make Denver feel uncomfortable and make them struggle to score. Meanwhile, on the other end, they're uh, uh, because of the difficult shot dynamic, they're not hitting at the same uh, rate that they did in Phoenix. As a result, Denver doesn't have to send as much defensive attention towards Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. It's a cascading effect. Like Think of it this way. KCP and Aaron Gordon, fueled by the home crowd, They apply just a little bit more pressure on those defensive possessions against Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. That flips their shot result a little bit. That allows everyone else to stay home a little bit more. Now, all of a sudden, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are a little bit uh, um, in in a predicament where they don't have easier, they don't have the same easy reads that they had back in Phoenix, where it's just pop, pop, pop around the perimeter to a wide open three point shooter in the corner. So as a result, guys are in passing lanes. Now here come the turnovers and look at Denver getting out in transition in this game. Last I checked, they were at like almost 30 fast break points in this game. So like that, it's crazy how that, um, uh, that home road dynamic just adds that little bit of extra defensive pressure, which turns those extremely difficult jump shots into even more difficult jump shots. And it just cascades down the line as Phoenix's offense falls apart. And again, like Devin Booker, everything he did in Phoenix was incredibly impressive. Not just incredibly impressive, unprecedented. I genuinely don't remember in my time following the league a shot-making performance like what Devin Booker did. Here's the reality. Kevin Durant had the best pull-up jump shooting season of his career this year, shot 55%. Basically the best pull-up jump shooting season I can ever remember anybody having in the regular season. Devin Booker was shooting like 70% on pull-up jump shots. It's just not possible to maintain that. It's just not. So the regression was inevitable. It happened. It trickled down the line. And again, like they're going to head back to to Phoenix and they're going to have a good chance to reverse that dynamic again, fueled by their home crowd as they get a little bit more space on all these shots and they start to knock them down again, and they start to draw those double teams. And again, Denver has a chance to win that game. They were really competitive in the two Phoenix games earlier in the series. But don't be surprised if Den- if Phoenix extends this to seven. But the bottom line, uh, the bottom line is, is they've got to be able to go into Denver and generate high quality shots, and they just haven't been able to. Again, Nikola Jokic, like I, I showed you guys a-, a shot chart on my Twitter feed earlier in the series. When you look at Nikola Jokic's offensive approach. It is all stuff that can be replicated. All the players that rely on extremely difficult, long-distance pull-up jump shots, there's a lot more variance in their game. Guys that live in the paint or near the paint, there's a lot less variance in their game. It translates night to night. Both of these teams are pretty terrible defensively. That's just a fact. But... Uh, uh, on the offensive end, Denver has a consistency that they can rely on that Phoenix cannot. Yeah, so great win for Denver, up 3-2. Still believe they win the series in seven, but I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if Phoenix ends up getting game six at home. All right, guys, that's all I have for tonight. We will be back tomorrow night after game five of Lakers Warriors.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.